Whenever the kids went to mom with a dispute or a request, she yelled at me for failing them and bothering her with things that didn't matter. The only person mom never held me responsible for was my older brother. Nico did what he wanted, and I guess even in her messed up state, she understood that unlike the younger kids, I hadn't been the one to raise him. That failure was entirely on her. The defining moment of change came the night before my 25th birthday when Dylan had screamed at me that it was my fault she didn't have a dress for the prom because I wouldn't give her the money. I didn't have the money because every paycheck I earned went towards keeping the household minimally functional. I told her this. If you weren't so stupid, you could get a better job, she said. We'd be better off without you. Nico emerged from his room, glaring at me. I left the house, needing to get away from them as quickly as possible, and I kept on walking. Somewhere deep inside my brain, I knew that if she wanted a prom dress, then she should have gotten a job herself. She should have seen that I was doing the best that I could for everyone with my crappy factory job that I'd been forced to take because there was never any money for me to get an education to do something better. She should have treated me with respect. But the part of me that was too immersed in the family culture to see the irrationality of the arguments was at the helm. It was my fault. Nothing I did was good enough. I wasn't smart enough or hardworking enough or diligent enough. They really would be better off without me. Maybe it would be better if I disappeared. Maybe it would be better if I died. I walked faster, pressing my fingernails into my palms until I felt the pinch of pain. All of a sudden, light sprang in front of me, and I ducked, realizing as my fingers brushed the tar that I was in the middle of the road. Brakes squealed, and less than a second later, something slammed into my side. Right before I blacked out, I remember thinking, I didn't mean to die. I woke up in a hospital blurry-eyed and completely disoriented. Lily, my youngest sister, slept in a chair next to me. When I stirred, she bolted upright. You're awake, she said. Can you come home now? Her eyes filled with desperation. I tried to sit, but I felt too heavy to move. Looking down, I saw only my own still form under the white sheet. Was I paralyzed? I couldn't be paralyzed. How long have I been here? I asked. My voice felt raspy in my dry throat. Lily shrugged. A couple of days? I need you to take me to the store tonight. We're out of food, and Dylan said she'd pound me if I come home without any. Dylan was going to pound on Lily because I couldn't drive her to the store, and all because I wasn't watching where I was walking in the dark. My eyelids felt heavy, and before I could think of anything to say to Lily, I felt sleep pulling me under again. When I next awoke, I saw a middle-aged woman I'd never seen before pacing my room. She immediately went to my side as soon as my eyes opened. You're awake, she said. I'm so sorry about what happened to you. My lawyer said I shouldn't be here, but I needed to make sure you were okay. I was confused. Why did it matter to her if I was okay? She didn't know me. What did she want from me? I swear I didn't see you in the road. I didn't see you there until it was too late. And if you want to sue me, I totally understand. I'm just so glad you're alive. She started crying. I stared at her until she got a grip on herself. She sat down next to me, taking my hand, and something about the gesture made my own eyes well up with tears. 
I'd never had another person show me any compassion simply because I was another human being. I'd never believed I deserved any, and Lucy, the woman who had ironically almost killed me, was the person who showed me how not okay everything in my life was. Over the next few weeks, I underwent a painful physical recovery, and Lucy was there every step of the way. I wasn't paralyzed, but many of the nerves in my legs and shoulder had been pinched, and two bones in my left arm had been broken, so I had to relearn a lot of daily tasks like sitting up, feeding myself, and walking. My family members visited me in the hospital on occasion, but only when they wanted me to do something or fix something for them. My mother even visited once to inform me that I needed to sue the lady who hit me for all she was worth because I didn't give her a good enough allowance with my crummy job. I let this eat me up for a while, but finally being away from the toxicity of my family had given me a new perspective.